push towards your child's education and you get right. to say like i want him to learn this but i don't want him to learn like yes or like i wanted him to learn about the like let's say the theory of evolution but i don't want it to be presented as the only option for him right you know so you're right we want the right to brainwash our yeah. children exactly like we right? want to make sure i want to make sure that at the given time mm -hmm. uh that they're ready to drink the kool-aid exactly like without any any sort of Without like any doubt. yeah no yep. no hesitations for the um, <laughs> no that's not what we're talking about that's not what we're talking about well <laughs> we got we got into a really sketchy subject there we did really Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian in a pop culture world. Movies, art, people, everything is up for debate, and nothing is held back. In each episode, we explore a topic through conversation, banter, and the Bible to try to get to the truth of the matter. We're not pastors or scholars. We're just regular Christians trying to understand the world through the lenses of the Bible. This episode is about homeschooling. So here's to jean skirts and hoping you didn't have a crush on your teacher. Jean skirts. Yeah. Come, coming into the podcast with a welcome. Welcome to biblical <laughs> lenses. Uh, we today we are going to be discussing the topic of homeschool. Oh, and, I love homeschooling. Oh, I love homeschool. I love it so much. I, I, I was not homeschooled. I, neither was I, but I, uh, my wife and I homeschool our children and my, my wife, I mean, I would like to say that I will have uh, be involved in homeschooling, right? Um, but you won't. I probably won't. No, like I, I can recognize that I don't have the, I would not humility. I don't have the patience to homeschool, like my child. Right. I could probably teach somebody else's kid, <laughs> right? But I think I'd be more brutal on my child. I think very few people have the patience to uh, homeschool their own child. Yeah, um, I think there's a, a rare breed of people who are able to teach children and mm -hmm. then you have uh, teaching your own children yeah. full-time. Yep. That's a narrow sliver of the pie, my yeah. friend. I, I totally respect it. Uh, I grew up, my so my best friend uh, growing up in Indiana was uh, homeschooled and he, uh -huh. was a, he was in a family of six and I was babysat by that family every day when I got done with with public school. Okay. And so I grew up around the environment of homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And so I know a lot about it, mm -hmm. but I've never gone through it. So I even had some misconceptions of like homeschooling that eventually when I got older, it yeah. was like, that's not homeschooling at all. Right. Let's definitely going to talk about misconceptions. Yep. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking about stereotypes. Oh yeah. Um, and we're definitely going to be trying to answer, obviously, uh, the question of what does the Bible say about homeschooling? Mm -hmm. uh, but first, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do that uh, so that you know when new episodes are coming out, head over to Apple Podcasts, uh, leave us a five-star review, maybe write a little something nice yep, or something bitter and angry because <sighs> either hey. side of the spectrum be great. Don't be lukewarm because the Lord Don't. will spit you yeah. out of his mouth. Either want uh, fire, fire, and brimstone right please or i want like the gates of heaven opening up on our podcast and shining yep. upon us yeah one of the others yep. I, i'm totally fine with that but um we are gonna be talking about uh like i said we're talking about homeschool so mm -hmm. um let's see where do we start where do we get cracking with the topic of homeschool do we hit the stereotypes first uh i like i like stereotypes i like them too because you know what like the problem like They're the thing with stereotypes people are some people are gonna be hurt by the stereotypes especially right. if you've been a homeschooler listening to two guys that went to public school right rat rat on homeschooling yeah like, yeah yeah I, 
like just so that everybody's clear. Yeah. We absolutely love homeschooling. Love it. My, me and my wife are super soul. I mean, obviously my kid's one year old, but okay. like when he does grow up or we didn't meet, we decided we want to homeschool him because we don't want to like let the public school system just give him whatever they want. Oh, okay. Okay. And like maybe that's a good basis to start with is basically just okay. saying like, like, homeschooling is so, so like basically we'll talk about how much we like homeschooling first okay and then we'll just totally rat on it well first give me uh let's define it yeah Def- let's define some terms what do we mean when we say homeschool well you know when you uh get school at home there you go well that was pretty simple <laughs> um i guess we're moving on no i i would say yeah. homeschool is the the choice to take on all educational kind of aspects of your child, yeah. of their development, whether that's like uh, um, emo- like not only emotionally and spiritually, but now you're also talking academically. Mm-hmm. You're taking on that responsibility in the home yeah. um, and you're literally teaching all the same stuff like math, science, mm-hmm. everything, but homeschoolers and not all homeschoolers are Christians. We got to yeah, talk about that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely not yeah. all homeschoolers Christians, but Christian homeschoolers uh, most definitely like to include the Bible. And, and I think like, you know, homeschooling has changed so much from even like the time that I was growing up. Uh, now, like a lot of homeschooling is done. You can do online homeschooling online stuff, yep. but I think it's just, it gives the parents the, the ability to be more involved in their child's education. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of times, and I know this happened for myself when I was going to school is I would get bad grades and my mom, and dad would go to the teacher and be like why is he getting these grades like like how can we get him to change this or they even wanted to see my grades and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and the the school was almost like we can't like that's kind of confidential between us and your child really mom and dad like we're his parents and they were like yeah but it's extreme it's his his right and so they didn't they didn't i mean i went to a very secular high school but they didn't allow a lot of that like interaction they would send report cards home that's nuts I've never heard of that. Like, dude, that's interesting. But I mean, like, but that's like, I think that's a lot of the benefit of homeschooling is you get to have more of a a hands-on approach towards your child's education, and you get to say like, I want him to learn this, but I don't want him to learn like. Yes. Or like I wanted him to learn about the like let's say the theory of evolution, but I don't want it to be presented as the only option for him. Right. You know, so you're right. We want the right to brainwash our yeah. children. Exactly. Like we right. want to make sure I want to make sure that at the given time mm-hmm. uh, that they're ready to drink the Kool Aid. Exactly. Like without any any sort of Without like any doubt. yeah no yep. no hesitations for the Kool Aid um, no that's not what we're talking <laughs> no. about that's not what no, we're talking about well <laughs> we got we got into a really sketchy subject there we did really quickly no out, but let's but, pull it back out yeah. because as uh, we homeschool and when I say we I mean my wife homeschools yeah. um, and it's only I would love to homeschool I've actually mm. taught electives because that's pretty much all I'm good for um, <laughs> I, I can teach music yep. um, and a little bit of the Bible yep. and uh, maybe a little bit of uh, like computer coding yeah uh but you get me trying to i don't even know what an a verb or an adjective is mm-hmm. i can't define it for you yeah, right no. now um i might have just used some yeah like in an earlier sentence i don't know what they are though but so my wife does the majority of the homeschooling mm-hmm. um 99.99% and we chose to take that course or, or go down that path because like you said we wanted more hands-on um, time with the kids we wanted to be the primary educators disciplers and influencers over their life um, and we wanted also um, 
And I'm going to go on a non-Christian route here. Well, not non-Christian, but something that even unbelievers could kind of jump on board with, which is I'm not the biggest fan of the educational system as is because I think it trains people to be workers and to study for tests and have information that's not necessarily useful. Um, And I think that a lot of people feel that way. There's a movement in the educational kind of world Mm -hmm. where people are saying like, hey, why are we teaching our kids to remember what year Columbus sailed the ocean blue, Mm -hmm. but they don't know how to balance a checkbook. And so we wanted to take on some of that responsibility so we could say, hey, we want you to know how to budget your money. We want you to know how to be entrepreneurial. If that's something that you're interested in, we want you to know how to be creative. We want you to know how to live as an adult human being in this world and not just be really good at calculus. Well, even like how to think and and reason with people, because I think that's like you were saying, a lot of it is, hey, like, let's do this to pass the test. I mean, even kids are going to school nowadays to basically like they're taking more summer classes Uh and a lot of the intro level jobs like McDonald's, like like shopping centers and stuff like that, they're having a hard time finding workers because a lot of these kids that used to work as their like summer job, they're going to summer school now Mm -hmm. and they're taking more classes and it's all to kind of pump up their college resume. Right. And then they go to college and it's kind of just like the same thing. Hey, here's how to take a test. Here's how to regurgitate the information that your professor tells you. Sure. And that's why a lot of people that go through that public education, they just come out like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I can't start a business. I don't know this because they weren't taught like, hey, here's how to think freely about what you believe or right. have a creative idea. Right. Which is, hey, here's how to pass a test. Sure. Yeah. And it's it's kind of, there's also, I, I kind of agree. I like what you're saying there, which is like the critical thinking aspect. Like uh, we want to teach our kids how to be critical thinkers. Mm-hmm. We want them even to challenge us with the information that we're giving them. And yeah. down to everything, down mm-hmm. to the, when we are, doing you know like a little bit about the bible on like any given homeschool day Mm -hmm. we want them to go how does this line up with xyz theory that other kids might learn or that we're learning over here why is that in confrontation or in direct opposition or why is that linked together we want them to be really critical thinkers and so i think there's a lot of reasons why parents might choose to homeschool their children um and one of those also might be because we don't want our children to date and homeschoolers are awkward oh, man you don't want your you don't want your daughter to date until she's what 30? no she can date well 34 is a solid age yeah, 30, to start exploring <laughs> the dating world i think um but um, yeah i would well, like people to look upon her like the plague until <laughs> until her womb is dried up <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not oh, no. true. That's not true. That's not true at all. Uh, I don't want to say that. So let me let me ask you this. So uh, a lot of people, their their argument, kind of against homeschooling, is it doesn't give uh, kids a, gr- a a good social uh, interaction mm-hmm. with other with other kids their own age, and right. so it makes them kind of socially inept. And this is kind of going into a little bit of like stereotypical homeschoolers. Unable to function in society. Oh, I've known some 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 kids. My friends, they they weren't like that because they actually had an outlet of sports. Like okay. they, were, they got in public sports and stuff like that. But um, they had a really hard time or some of their friends had a really hard time because they just didn't interact with anybody that wasn't their mom, mm. their dad, or like an older sibling. And right. so they were just, they were socially stunted 
how do you feel about like, do you feel that your kids are socially stunted or do you think that they're. I feel like my kids are slightly awkward because my wife and I are slightly awkward. Totally That's true. just genetically you been passed be on. You the most awkward, it's, weird people that well, I know. Well, not the, well, I'm definitely on the list. Yeah. I'm definitely billboard like top 100. It's fine. I made, I made a string of videos the other day yeah. in, in a macho, like just like voice distortion. Mm -hmm. And I acted like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, that's okay. Uh, You're weird Robbins. too. This so, is why we like each other. I'm a weird this is person. why we're friends. It's okay. Yeah. That's no good. judgment. So um, I am you know, aware that they're a little socially awkward. And I am aware that may, it's possible. It's mm -hmm. very, very possible that homeschool plays into the socially awkward aspect, yep. right? Because they are around my wife and I a lot. They get our humor. They yep. get a lot of time with their grandparents or with you and your wife and your family. And, and, um, but we live in a court, um, and there's like, I just have five more kids moving in the house next yep. door. There's like 18 kids wow. in the court. So they have friends. Yeah. They also go to church and small group. They have friends there. Mm -hmm. They played on a soccer team. They had friends there. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I balance it this way. Number one, um, I feel like there's certain aspects that I want them to be socially awkward. Yeah. Uh, and it's because I don't want them to relate to the dumb things of this world. Mm. I don't want them to relate necessarily. If they're like a little bit blank, like deer in headlights, when yeah. somebody mentions Miley Cyrus, I'm going to clap and I'm going <laughs> to lull and I'm going to be so excited. Yeah. I'm going to praise the Lord. Yeah. But so I, I want them to be a little bit abstracted from those things. But I also know that I feel like our kids are very mature they're able to shake a hand and look in the eye and talk, you mm -hmm. know, like a little bit more mature. They're seven and eight. They're like, they're able to play strategic board games that say 15 plus on the box yeah. and they're able to beat me at them. Yeah. So like I see the benefits of it as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to balance it. We're doing our best. We'll see. Well, I think, I think like you guys have taught them pretty good social skills uh, from the beginning. I think that's where sometimes, you know, maybe just parents don't that don't have as many good social skills. Like right. when they do homeschool, they just, kind of reproduce the same but right. anyways talking about stereotypical homeschool okay, people yeah. uh socially awkward is one of them yep uh what is another one for okay. you uh next one would be um uh, i've heard a lot of people say that homeschool kids are either not as smart or overly smart oh, yeah. like they're either all they know is mm -hmm. like the the synoptic gospels yep. or they're doogie hauser oh right totally. like you're stupid bible believer or you're genius one of my friends she uh well part of the family of six her older sister was two years older than her okay. and she started homeschool two years after her. But then, mm -hmm. but then she basically was so smart that she lapped, she basically overlapped her sister oh. and graduated before her. Cause her sister was just like, I don't care, whatever. It's just school. She was like, I'm going to beat my older sister and be smarter than she wow. is. Oh, so interesting. So I, I mean, totally there might be a little bit, I feel like, okay, I have to slow down and think about what I'm about to say here, but like, some, not all, but some stereotypes are rooted in some sort of reality, maybe a skewed reality. Yeah. And so, like, here's a stereotype that says maybe it maybe kids do get their like I'm stumbling all over my words because I just don't want to commit to it. Maybe maybe homeschoolers are dumb. 
Well, or maybe they're overly smart. I think so. Yeah. But they're not normal. See, I think what they are is I think that they're, they are definitely overly smart. I've never met a homeschooler who who is like. I actually haven't met any dumb homeschoolers. I've never met any dumb homeschoolers. I've just met them, met some like homeschoolers that are like, I don't know how to convey what I'm trying to think right now. Right. They're so smart. They're like, I just can't. I can't explain it to you in your layman's terms. Right. And I'm like, that makes sense because I am a dummy and you're the one that's like way too smart. But yeah. you just you're trying to dumb it down for me. And yeah. it's just not coming across. I have very a well. theory. Yeah. On the on the too smart thing. Yeah. And my theory is that people who are really good at listening and processing appear to be incredibly smart. Yep. And I feel like homeschool is an environment that teaches kids to to because it's such a small classroom. Mm-hmm. It's my the teacher is my wife and she has two students. It's yeah. one on two always. Yep. It's not one on 30 or 40. So they are very, very aware that we cannot talk or whisper mm-hmm. while mom is talking or yeah. teaching because we will get caught every yeah. time. And also when one of them raises their hands and is speaking, I mean, they have a captive room. Yeah. So they're very used to hearing and being heard. And I feel like that could be interpreted at like as very mature, as very thoughtful, as critical thinking, because I feel like a lot of kids get away with just babbling things out quickly and not mm-hmm. thinking about them or being like kind of mulled over by other people. I totally get it. And I was, I was actually watching a video uh, the other day and a kid was playing uh, the game Fortnite okay. in his, in his school while his teacher was teaching. And I yeah. was like, well, you're clearly not learning anything. Solid so, education. You know, it's really good that you're going to school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know about the smart or not so smart, but I feel like, you know, they do get a lot of like, specific hands on time. Uh, Another stereotype is uh, that they don't actually do any schoolwork. We hear like that. They they just hang out in their pajamas all day and like do whatever. Um, I remember I had a a friend in high school who dropped out of public high school in freshman year or sophomore year. And um, we were all just learning how to play like instruments and getting in like little bands and Mm -hmm. stuff. And he was like, I'm dropping out and doing homeschool so that I can play drums like pretty much full time. And he did. He would do two hours of homeschool a day and eight hours of drums a day. And within two semesters, he was like this pro studio drummer and we were all still picking our noses. (laughs) And so we were all just like, you're not even going to school though. And he graduated with like a 4.0 like GPA from homeschool. And I was just like, I don't understand. Like my whole life is shattered right now. I I think like that's, uh, you know, the, the idea that homeschoolers don't do anything is, I think it's partly true. Like even your kids, like honestly, it's I, not true. No, we, we lived. No, I mean, they, they definitely do work. That's not the problem. But okay. like they always, when we were, when we were staying with you guys, when we yeah. first moved here, they would get out of school at what is it? Like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. They would start school at like nine and they were normally off by like 12 or two. We are definitely doing them a disservice yeah. in this area because I'm a designer and my wife's an artist. Yep. And so we don't like being up early. Yeah. So they don't start school until like 10, 10 30 yeah. and they get off by like two 30. Yeah. So they've done like three and a half hours of pure school yep. and then they're done. Yeah. I will say part of school sometimes is like watching a YouTube video or watching planet earth or something yep. on like national geographic. So sometimes like school air quotes is like pretty chill, pretty awesome. Yeah. But I mean, like, I think, you know, everybody learns differently. And this is the other the reason why I think homeschool is really cool is because like everybody learns differently. I mean, you're like just watching your son grow up and he's like totally math geared, science is totally. geared. Like he will probably design the spacecraft to go to Pluto or something like that. I don't yeah. know. But like your daughter is very arts driven, like, yep. la, 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 la. like, you know, just I resent that voice. Well, she doesn't sound like that. She does. Yeah. Maybe 
maybe a little bit. I love actually. her to death. It was pretty uh, decent. But she, you know, she's very art driven. So your your wife has the ability to kind of teach both and like yes. she, like you said, she's not dealing with thirty kids who all have different learning styles. Yeah. You can kind of break down a curriculum and go, okay, but you can also do it in in fun ways. Like you guys watch National Geographic, but they can tell me about the thirty most dangerous animals in in Australia. They're pretty pumped about those, and I have no idea about that. Yeah, thank you, Netflix. Yeah, um, so they yeah they definitely get more hands on time in the things that they're interested mm-hmm. in, which I think is pretty cool. Another uh, stereotype is that all homeschoolers are either weird, religious, or rednecks that one i think is spot on <laughs> absolutely spot on no it's not <laughs> weird religious or rednecks okay well maybe you might be right yeah, yeah. because a lot of homeschoolers they a little socially awkward yeah there's a lot of christian homeschoolers mm-hmm. i don't know about the redneck thing is that common uh i don't know man i if think it is, like, i'm excited maybe ah, man i don't know about the redneck thing i think that actually a lot of a lot of people nowadays especially in like new york i know that for a while homeschool was just in the midwest and the south oh. like the two coasts hardly did homeschool or at least from what, what i have learned gotcha. from my okay. friends but like now that a lot a lot of people are recognizing that homeschool is actually like a legitimate way to teach your kids yeah they're kind of catching on okay and now a lot of kids like in new york in california like la they're not necessarily doing homeschool the traditional way because their mom and dads are both working okay they're doing online school okay so their mom and dad will be like hey you know do this class online for four hours hmm. or whatever interesting and here's all your courses and then you're done for the day yeah interesting i don't know i don't know about these stereotypes they seem like i mean the rest of them that i have written down here we've already kind of talked about like they just do whatever they want they never have friends they have problems socializing and they go to school in their pajamas yeah uh, it, it's a gray area yeah. on all of those but i will say that there are some real benefits of homeschooling but the bigger question that we need to get into mm-hmm. is is it biblical yeah right what does the bible say about homeschooling um and i there's kind of two big questions right like um to whom does god give the responsibility mm-hmm. of discipleship mentorship spiritual, mental, academic growth? Who does God give that responsibility to? Um, Is it okay? Like, I mean, what do we think? I mean, is public school a valid model? Is private school a valid model? Is homeschool a valid model? And then, um, yeah, like does God prescribe for his people to send their kids off for eight hours a day? Or does does he want them to stay home? Yeah. That's, those are kind of the questions. So I got a scripture to start us off though. I want to see what you think about it. uh, I'm going to go with the old school. Ready? Proverbs yep. 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Yep. And even when he is old, he will not depart from it. What do we say about Proverbs 22, 6? Uh, I knew you were going to use that. Did I, you? I didn't, well, I didn't know that you were going to use it, but that was the verse a that came to mind. A lot of people do, though, right? That was the verse that came to mind when we, were, when we started talking about homeschooling. Yeah. Like, I was just like, that's the perfect verse for it. I, I mean, I think that kind of encompasses the the... Uh, pros for homeschooling. Okay. Um, Cause you have the on hands, like ability to train up your child. But what I see a lot of people doing is, Hey, here's your curriculum, but they don't do a lot of like, Hey, like we're also going to study the Bible this week. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to, you know, teach you how to uh, interact and dialogue with people so okay. that you can convey your ideas correctly. Yeah. It's just kind of like, Oh, here's, you know, your, your stuff, like here's your test for the week and mm. you know have fun um i think that can that can be a downfall of homeschooling but at the same time like you know when when you when i see people from 
public school that have come through youth group, okay. more of those kids will go off to college, not having the necessary tools to dialogue and think critically about what, what they're being told. Okay. And so their viewpoints, although they might've been Christian in high school, their viewpoints are radically challenged mm. and they've never been taught how to think critically about what they actually believe. And so, so you they, think they, that maybe homeschools have the little kind of check in the box as far as the advantage of us being able to biblically equip our students or our students, our children mm -hmm. to understand what the Bible says yep. and therefore be, be more prepared uh, to defend the faith mm -hmm. as they grow older. Well, and here's the thing too, like when you, when you look at, you know, when you're teaching your, your kids, the Bible, mm -hmm. you have the ability of as a parent, now they're seeing you as a parent. Mm -hmm. So this parental figure, but also as a teacher mm -hmm. teaching them about the Bible and watching you take your faith as a parent, but also your faith as a teacher and incorporating it into a, a lesson, I think is very impactful for a child right. because when like, let's say there's a lot of kids that go to private schools, like mm -hmm. private Catholic schools or private, private Christian schools. And they actually like still fall away from the faith or they won't sure. leave the faith because it wasn't ever made personal to them right? because they didn't, personally see their parents doing it. Right. And I think that's because like when you read Proverbs 22, that's like earthly wisdom from mm -hmm. a wise father to his children, right? Mm -hmm. Solomon writing in Proverbs 22, that is not a promise from the Lord. I think it's important to read mm -hmm. Proverbs 22 in context. That is not the Lord guaranteeing you yep. that if you homeschool your kids and feed them the Bible, I'm actually going to put a link in the description of a really interesting article that I found um, about a mother who homeschooled her kids for 10 or 12 years and then was shocked when they went to college and said, I don't believe any of that anymore. Wow. And she was just wrecked because her yeah. whole identity was, I was the discipler. Mm -hmm. I was the mentor. I trained them up in the way that they should have went and they've departed. What yeah. the heck? Right. Yeah. So, um, so I would say also kind of like to defend public school because, um, and parents who put their kids in public school, I don't think it's about, uh, homeschool or public school or, you know, any of those methods as much as what is our influence as parents on our children? Mm -hmm. Are we actively engaging our children intentionally and discipling them? Or are we living life on autopilot? You can do that, I think, if you are a working parent, a single parent, a mm -hmm. dual parent, working family or whatever, and your kids are going to public school. I think that you just have to be way more intentional about it. Whereas my wife and I, we can stumble out of bed do devos at 9 30 mm -hmm. you know go about our business and it's like it's easier for us yeah so that fits our our schedule and our kind of like personalities mm -hmm. more to disciple our kids in that way yeah. i don't know if we had to get the kids up at 6 30 in the morning and pack lunches and send them to school i'd be like i'm not doing a devo yeah. with you right now i'm all oh, i'm dead I, i'll say this like so i i went to public school and the reason why i went to public school is because my mom specifically said like I was very hyperactive as a child. And okay. she was like, I try to teach Nolan anything, either he's gonna die or I'm gonna die. Yep, like, I and agree. so I, I just physically, I, I felt like I that thrived times. in public school mm -hmm. because I had an outlet like to just be my outgoing self. Right. And so I think like homeschool is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I mean, my kid's one year old, like we might try homeschooling for a couple of years and realize, we can't do this. Yep. Like we need to put him in. I know school. some people who've done that. And, and I thrived actually in school because I was just a kid that always had the why. And mm. so I was able to, and it kind of helped me to debate a lot of my 
teachers that had, right. especially in high school that had more atheistic viewpoints right. and they would bring up these things. And I was always that kid that raised his hand in the back of the class. Like, Hey, that doesn't make sense. Can you explain this? And right. we would just go for 30 minutes. And I think that's like the two things I'm thinking right now is like, you know, your kid, mm-hmm. it depends, yep. right? And not everybody's meant for public school. Not everybody's meant for homeschool. Mm-hmm. You got to do what's right for your kid. You got to yep. sacrifice at times, or you have to release them at times. Oh, yeah. And then the other thing is it can't just be, um, church on Sunday, but you have to be intentionally taking that time. Here's another scripture that comes to mind, right? Deuteronomy six is the Shema, like Old mm-hmm. Testament, like, yep. um, hero Israel, the Lord, your God, the Lord is one. And then he goes on to say, you shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words I command you today shall be on your heart. Now here's where we get good. Ready? You shall teach them diligently to your children. Talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. There's more than just one place mm-hmm. there mentioned. It encompasses every area of a family's life. Mm-hmm. The home, leaving the home, laying down and going to bed and wait or rising in the home. Mm-hmm. It's everything. So, yep. the, you know, he's saying disciple your children at all times. Mm-hmm. And so I think you can if you send your kids to public school, you just have to. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that you actually do when they return. Because yep. you have to, you do have to combat, that's the combat. Combat. You, you have to combat, combat the influence of the world. Yep. It's true. We have to do that. But um, I mean, I think like that's 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 just a lesson for all Christians, right? right. Like homeschoolers, uh, public schoolers alike. It's it's as parents, we should be actively engaging in our child's development mm-hmm. in Christianity and what they believe. So here's, okay. What, what's your thought on this? Um, uh, like first Corinthians, right? says, uh, don't be deceived. Bad company ruins good Corrupt, morals, good morals yeah. right? So is there a line where we say as parents, mm-hmm. right? Um, that, uh, you know what, this line's being crossed and it's becoming increasingly too hard for me to to intervene mm-hmm. or combat these bad morals yeah. that the, my child is learning, right? Like, mm-hmm. what, what, I don't know, what, do you, what do you think about no, that? No, I think, I think you definitely have to do that. My mom and dad were very good at that. And at the time I was, I was always upset. Like I just, I couldn't see what my parents were seeing, right? Like I just saw right. little Timmy over there, like being mischievous. And sure. I was like, oh, he's probably a good guy. Like he probably means nothing by Solid. it. Like, when yeah. in reality, my mom and dad were seeing the real situation. Like right. actually his mom and dad are like, or they're not, you know, married, they're living, you know, they're just living together. And mm-hmm. they, they didn't want me to have to kind of deal with that situation. It's not a real situation. I was going to say, is this a real person, no, Timmy? No, not at all. But okay. like, honestly though, my, my parents, a lot of times when I started hanging around with kids at, at school, they would tell me like, Hey, you can be friends with that kid at school right. all you want. But like, if he's going to invite you over for his birthday party or something like that, if they're going to go out, like I went with a friend of mine that wasn't a Christian, we went to a monster truck rally, had a lot of fun. And then he was going to have a sleepover after afterwards. Right. And they said, we don't want you going to that. And I was very questioned at the time, come to find out later on, he had girls at that sleepover as well. I was like, well, that's the reason why they told me not to go. Yeah. You it's know? true. Bad company corrupts good morals. Yep. I remember, um, uh, there was a kid growing up who I wanted to be best friends with. Uh, I'll never forget. Uh, his name was Frankie Schwartzbach. Um, <laughs> and I, <laughs> Frankie Schwartzbach was so cool. Yeah. Frankie, if you're out there, I miss you, buddy. Um, and, uh, and we were buds. But he would blatantly encourage me to do bad things, Mm. very bad things. And it was like my mom was, you're not allowed to hang out with Frankie Schwartzbach. Mm -hmm. He's a bad influence on you. And she had to actively like combat 
his influence because mm-hmm. he would say things that were fine for him to say in his house and I would come home and I would say them and she'd have to combat them. Yeah. And so now we're talking and, and you know, I grew up in a house like no relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so my mom was combating it with morality. Yeah. But like for me, I think it's like 10 steps up, a million steps up for me to say, you're going to go out there and learn what the world says. This is different, yeah. right? Like we we don't do what the world does. Mm-hmm. We don't say what the world says. We live our lives in a different way. That can be incredibly hard to combat. Like my daughter, you know, she caught wind of Katy Perry oh. and, and Baby, It's a Firework. Man. And she's like, I love that song. I want to sing it. And I'm, I, so I'm, you know, what do I do? Yeah. Christian parent, listen to the thing all the way through. All right, nothing too bad yeah. there. You can listen to Baby, I'm a Firework. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, I want to listen to the whole album. I go, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. And even at times I go, is that bad? Yeah. Did I just like put a hook in her mouth and yeah. now Katy Perry's reeling her away from me mm-hmm. and you'll lead her to the hellfire? <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh. So, well, and I think like there's, there is a, it's hard when you are, uh, like when you're in public school, cause a lot of times there's just the, I want to do what the tribe is doing. I want to do what the cool kids are doing or whatever. And so a lot of kids grow up and even myself, I, I struggle with this. Like I want to do what my friends are doing. Right. But then I would come home and my mom and dad would be actively against that. And so mm. I had to make the distinction. Like, am I going to tell my mom and dad what I'm learning at school? Like all the bad words, like all the right. you know bad stuff to do. Or am I going to keep that hidden, keep mm. it like secret and just not tell them it's about it? It's a very fine line between, you know, making your kids John Travolta boys and bubbles yep. and just flinging them out there into the world mm-hmm. and saying, well, whatever, I'm too busy. I need to work. You yep. just go there for eight hours a day. Now I have peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. There's a very like in the middle somewhere yeah. is the I don't I want I don't want them to be of the world, but they do have to be in the world, mm-hmm. right? Like another scripture that I kind of looked up was John 17, right? Like, um, I, I, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, Jesus says, mm-hmm. right? But that you keep them from the evil one. That's yeah. my prayer. Yeah. I don't want them to be abstracted, weirdo, kids in bubbles, but I do want them to be protected. And mm-hmm. so that's the heart that I have, you know, for homeschooling our kids. Now, I don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah. And I mean, part of it is it's a lot of work for my wife. Yeah. Right. Like it is a lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. my wife, you know, she just recently got what I, what's kind of like a part-time job. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she works like uh, as a photographer for like a contractor kind of deal. Yeah. But like she really like she's her f- primary focus is the kids. And my wife is talented. Yeah. Like we could be earning double income. Mm-hmm. Like she's a show pony and I yeah. could send her out there to prance <laughs> and we could bring in the big bucks with my yeah. wife. But, but we prayed and mm-hmm. we felt that the Lord told us to homeschool. Yeah. So we made that decision. So there's a sacrifice involved and, um, and we're making that sacrifice because we feel like that's what God's called us to do. Yeah. We will continue to pray and, because there's days when my wife is like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. There's a lot of days when she loves it, mm-hmm. but if at any point we feel like the Lord has told us to send them to public school, we'll do that out yeah. of obedience. You well, know and I, mean? I think like, and I know that we gotta, we gotta end this podcast soon, but I think my, my last thing would be, you know, in thinking about public school or homeschool, the biggest thing is, is like, you should not make a decision out of fear, you know, right. because no Good matter what, call. like, and the thing that I always think about is like, you know, Jesus had 12 disciples mm-hmm. and he led those guys for three plus years. Right. And he poured into them every single day. And when it came down to it, like when the rubber met the road at his crucifixion, Peter ran, 
Peter Peter denied him. Judas gave him up. Everybody else was gone except for John. So Thomas he, didn't believe. He really had like one guy that was like ride or die. I was like, I'm ready to die <laughs> with you, Jesus. Hey, man, I'm just trying to be culturally re- relevant. That but was like, amazing. Seriously, though, like like when I think about that, it's like, you know what? No matter how much we can train up and and like teach our kids, mm. like you have to at some point in time, put your faith and trust in the Lord right. to also do his part of of just growing up and teaching people. Right. When I used to, when I used to like teach uh, like sermons at the, at the church, Mm -hmm. like in that season of my life, I was trained and discipled to think like this. And I think it applies also for being a parent and, and for, you know, schooling children, which is um, prep, like everything depends on you, but know that it, nothing really depends on you. That really it all depends on the Lord, Mm -hmm. but do your due diligence, work at it, put in the time. And so my conclusion, my final thought is public school, private school, Christian school, homeschool, whatever school, if you've prayed about it and it's not, and you're not making a decision out of fear, like you said, I believe that you go wherever the Lord tells you. I don't think any of them are right or wrong choices. Mm -hmm. I think the right choice is to disciple your kids and be an active, intentional disciple maker in the home with the time that you have. Mm -hmm. So right, like if you're a single parent, and your kids have to go to public school, you wish you could homeschool your kids because yep. you think that's better. It doesn't, that that's not the season you're in. Mm-hmm. You're in a season to take advantage of the time you have yep. and use your time to treasure and talents like to their fullest potential. Mm-hmm. So you can absolutely do that. You can make disciples in your home. Just be intentional. Mm-hmm. That's I, I totally like that. I'm, I'm cool with just ending on that because I think that's really good. I think the biggest, like the last thing is just like, you know, as an encouragement to parents out there, like mm-hmm. just, you know, if you do feel like, oh, I, you know, I wish just know that like the Lord is also doing a work in your kids' lives, right. even though like you might not see it, it could be like years from like, y- like years from now that you actually do see that work, like come to fruition, yeah. but just continue to trust in him that he is doing that work in your kids' lives. So, yeah. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Biblical Lenses or on Facebook at facebook.com slash biblical lenses. You can head over to the website at biblicallenses.com to check out the show notes and more episodes. We release a fresh podcast every single Wednesday. We'd love it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We will see you later.